everybody, welcome back to the Fans for Every Game. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glauser. Let's get into it. Um, lots to cover, new cycle and all, and plenty of internationals to dig into as well. So let's, cr- news let's crack them while we constantly. Got yeah. yeah, news was all over the place, man. Yeah, going to need a drink or three. Mm-hmm. Find us where you download your favorite pod on your favorite podcast app. That's the words. God damn, I'm already off to a great start. <laughs> uh, download, rate, review, as always. You welcome the feedback, good, positive, or indifferent. By our friend George, the fancy rugby geek at coffee, because as we've said before, not only is he a great guy, he's also been a, he's also been a huge supporter of us, and also because if you're listening to us and the information that comes out of our faces, then he's got a pretty good thing to do with it so yeah <laughs> grab that he's Get like him. our obi-wan yeah. in many ways so yeah. He, um yeah, yeah we're, we're obviously always going to uh um support the geek yes uh-huh uh trm upgrades we are not obviously in trm time right now but it's only a little more than a week away so yeah and if you, you have your if you have your upgrades one thing we haven't mentioned with these upgrades is that you know who's on by. It hasn't yeah. been a thing in previous years, but now with, with bye weeks being a thing, I already know, oh, my Leicester players are on by because they have the Correct. little yellow circles next to them. Don't have to think about it. I can be like, no. okay, that person, I do not, don't don't put George Ford in. Yeah, can't play that this week. He currently plays for Leicester and they're on by. Yeah, can't put, can't put in Nick Dolly right now. No. So yeah, grab those and then obviously you support. Oh, fucked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, I went through. I, I had if if it falls right, I'm actually okay. I'll probably have to make one or two changes. Oh. But. <laughs> well, well, it's, it depends, I guess, on on Jamie George's injury because I have Wollstonecroft. Uh, Dolly and Wollstonecroft are my only uh, two. You, lovers, might, you so. might be okay there. They might yeah. hold off on that for a bit. All right, yeah. uh, and then obviously they, they support restart rugby. As always, Black Lives Matter on this podcast, there is no room for racism. There is an interesting development in the Washington football team case where Gruden. So here's the funny thing about this. He hasn't even denied that he did it. What he's saying is he was targeted. I'm like, so you're not denying any wrongdoing. What you're saying is the NFL singled you out. While that might be true, it doesn't make you any less of an asshole. So no, but if he's it. gonna if he's gonna do the scorched earth, I'm dragging everyone down with me. God fucking bless him. For well, that's fine it. too. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm okay with that. Like <laughs> that's okay. This guy, this guy, this guy. Cool. Name all the names so we know who the dickheads are, please. But, but yeah, like what, come on, what, man. I, I do also want to highlight during this this BLM segment the, the freaking ridiculousness of our country that um we're seeing in, in two different cases um in the 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 kyle rittenhouse um case and the the ahmaud Arbery lynching case that, that right. we have these two things going on in our country and really we're i mean first off we're seeing the judge in that the rittenhouse case like holy shit these are the kind of ju- this is the people in charge of of quote-unquote justice in this country mm, right um like basically pre- like treating written the uh, defendant who murdered people as if like he's his own son and, and like being acting as defense yeah. almost and it's just it's sickening and and yeah i i, I haven't been paying attention too much to the the ahmed arbery thing because that better be a fucking slam dunk but there is the the lawyer there is saying we can't have black pastors in the courtroom because it makes people uncomfortable <laughs> it's like well you can because that's mm-hmm. your fucking problem. Nobody right. else's. 
because I guess like Al Sharpton showed up and he's like, who's next? Jesse Jackson, blah, blah, blah. And I think Jesse Jackson showed up. I was like, okay, fuck you then. <laughs> like something, yeah. like something like that. It's like, what the fuck? Like these, this is, yes, this is a civil rights case. These guys lynched a man and think that they're heroes. Like that's problematic. And now you're saying that it's wrong to have, like having black people in the courtroom makes them, un- dude, your face yeah. makes me uncomfortable. Shut up. Right. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's where we are as a country right now. Yep, we're doing great, doing great. You're doing terrific. <laughs> Fucking hell. Thumbs uh, up. Fuck that. All right. Uh, thank you to all our patrons. Yes, we have a Patreon now. Go ahead and give us a little subscribe if you can. If you need to check it out, we do have a freebie on there. Um, maybe we'll maybe we'll drop our our uh, our whole fifteen on that today for free, just for fun. Oh, that would be fun. Just since we haven't, especially since we haven't posted for a little bit. True. So maybe our, we'll do our, that. Our patrons might be upset with us for. Sorry, sorry, Alex. Uh, we're TR, we're TR, we're TRM only guys. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, we are having fun with the automations thing, but um, yeah, not 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 doing start sits on that biatch. No. Sorry. World Cup year only, man. <laughs> um, okay. New cycle. Uh, George Ford on the move. Uh, yeah, all all but confirmed. Like yeah. even Sale are like they they think he tweeted something out. <laughs> um, right. They reported like, like they were like you say know. It. In, like, I think it's a, a in principle or something like that. Yeah, and, right. You know, Corbs did bring up a good point. Like, did the have the rules change because I and they must have because they've had AJ jump ship from Sale and go to Bristol, and now we've had mm-hmm. um, Lester lose Ford to Sale. So, mm-hmm. assuming that nobody's up to any funny business, uh, yeah, the the rule. I mean, <laughs> wouldn't be the first time it's happened uh, ever, but you know, yeah, it's just a so foreign literally to me as an american this whole mm-hmm. business of you can sign someone else while they're under contract with another team like because they're professionals of our, they don't they don't they don't see it as anything else you know i know but it's just hysterical because it's like could you imagine a football player like an nfl player signing with another football team mid-season like could you imagine how fucking paranoid the coaching and like that's because it, it's wank ball and, that's why but they don't do they wouldn't do that in any other sport i mean it would be a trade in most sports but still yeah. like it's for it's still free agency so it's it's odd it's such a, a we're such a they do in um, footy too yeah yeah they do it's just not i don't know it's it's not something that we see in our professional sports so it's just it, to me it's like oh there are rules about that now like you could sign with someone mid-season but it depends on when like come right. on man like who gives well, a shit and that, that, that that's always that that has been the rule in both sports as to my knowledge is new yeah. year you're out of contract no deal in place you're free to, you're free to go go shop around mm-hmm. so yeah and yeah, yeah it's, quite it's the opposite of other to, other to, places so yeah it's just to hear oh no there are rules around it oh really <laughs> there are rules oh okay that must be serious well, there are. Yeah, I know. Hey, listen, man. Why remember, we ours is fucking foreign, foreign to a lot of people, so you got to yeah, remember that yeah, too. I know. Well, <laughs> like ours, at least, like you, you know, you used to be, and now they have, you know, because there was so much tampering, they're they're relaxing those rules. But it used to be that like you couldn't talk to a player unless they were not under contract. Yeah. So that's that's really the big thing is you like other teams can't even talk to you about a contract. Without like, you know, even if it's the off season and, and it's, but it's before the contracts expired, they can't talk to you at all. Yeah. And it's just kind of funny to see like, oh no, they like, they can talk to you whenever. Well, only at certain times during your last year, but not other mm-hmm. times during your last year, only at these specific times. It's like, does it, does it really matter? You're in your last year. Like you're, you're out. 
mostly just gives the team a, a, a small chance to get a deal True. done. That's yeah. all. That's all. That's all. I think that's the point of it. Okay. But hey, if you if you I will say if you've signed somebody to a three year deal and you haven't got it done by the end of the second year, you're probably not going to get it done. Unfortunately, I got to say though, I'm excited to see Ford at sale. They might actually attack. That'd be nice. I but he's going to need he's going to need a lot of help out yeah. there that, a lot more than they have. So well, I, I wonder old friend too. He's there, but uh, I don't know about uh, anything beyond that. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, and yeah. he's like barely there. So. Mm, yeah as we noted last week right we'll see good luck have fun george all right and then the big the bigger news is razia erasmus suspended uh two months no rugby activity whatsoever and then no match day involvement with the spring box until september which is some people are saying light but really i just hope it highlights how fucking bad this is like it is bad and you know you look at the stuff from Nick Barry. Bad and it just got worse. Yeah. So, yeah. You oh, look yeah, at stuff the, from Nick Barry. Yeah. You, yeah. Ahead. You look at that. It was. It and you, listen, like him or love him, it doesn't matter. And I don't mind Nick Barry myself. And it, you can't do that. Like, can you imagine? Like, you you know what happens to NFL coaches when they go in mm-hmm. when they go all in on a referee. Right, they, get, they know find they out the know, wazoo. Right, and they do it knowing that they'll get fined out of the wazoo. Razzie yeah. went into this thing. I'm just going to do this and fuck you. You're not going to do anything to me. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, they World Rugby had to come down on them. Yeah, um, not because you can't out. do this. You can't have this stuff again. You know, yeah. you can't. It was like an 80 page report or something like that, and it's it's, it's like really no, lengthy. Their homework. <laughs> yeah, and and they really got to the they they did a thorough job of it. Now, uh, um, yeah, they could have done this quicker. But it would not have been anywhere near as thorough, and um, yeah, it, yeah, it was bad. still it happened within like a, you know a few months. It's not like this took forever. It's mm-hmm. not like you know an insurrection where there's still no. But anyway, um, <laughs> it's, ten, it's like you know almost twelve months later. But no, this was like you know just two or three months after the fact. They're already bringing the hammer down, and they're doing the right thing, and and backing their people, and it's. Yeah, and, and, and they don't always act this cynically. It, it wasn't, and it, like they're right. Razzie acted in selfishly and against the values of the sport and against the um the welfare of the sport. This is bad. What what Razzie has been doing, and what what South Africa as well as as a federation have been doing, has been terrible for rugby. Outside of you know, uh, that's everybody off the pitch. The people on the pitch, yeah, they're doing fine. They're doing a great job. They're fucking amazing. It's it's their fucking admin their coaching everyone else that's off the pitch that are just a bunch of massive cunts that are are fucking with rugby and and rugby has to to fight back and it should doesn't shouldn't have to come to this just no. shut the fuck up no it, 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 listen they're complaining <sighs> in games they won that the refereeing and then blah 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 it's like that no fuck you like uh-huh. mm-hmm. unfortunately and there's still there's still people that are out there commenting about how you know, Nick Bear. I saw one helmeted tweet about like, um, like saying that basically Nick Barry was compromising the integrity of the game. I was like, really? Was he? I don't know, man. I think he was yeah, just calling the know. game, <laughs> right? Pretty sure he was just calling the game, and whether or not yeah. Razzie liked it is a different story. Like, 
and I listen, I'll bitch about referees here and there and everywhere, but I'm also not a fucking head coach and I'm not a head coach <laughs> of, a, of a tier one nation. That's the defending right. World Cup champs either. So the difference between me and Razzy is quite different. So and also if I were that in that position, here's a, here's here's a small, small, small example. I had I, in my four or five years I've had so far as a coach in high school, I've said something to the referee society once it was mm-hmm. an email. And it was 99% about safety and 1% about the guy being out of shape. Like you didn't, you didn't make a, an hour long video no. for public distributions. It's about six sentences, maybe less <laughs> pretty to uh, the point. And they wow. said, thanks. We will, uh, we'll, uh, we're, we're probably going to pull him. I was like, Oh, yeah. okay. Thanks. Cause I don't do it. I don't I, like yeah. that's something I really pride myself on. I'm not going to go to the referee society and bitch when I don't like the result, I don't, I didn't like the result at the time, but the, that wasn't my concern. My concern was I had four kids with concussions, all of which got high tackled. So, yeah. and none of them got carded. Nobody else got carded. So I was like, yeah. that's not great. We need to knock that off. So yeah, just listen, you're going to not like referees. It's a fact of life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just coach your team, just coach your team to, to play the way that the referee is likely going to referee. You know what the French are going to do. You know what the, mm-hmm. your staff is going to do. You know what the English are going to do. You know what the right. Kiwis are going to do. It's not a new thing. Just fucking coach yeah. them the way you need. You know you need to. Okay, that's just how it is, man. Right. I understand that, but shit. Like yes, if you want to complain that world rugby doesn't like codify that that way, do it that way. But you don't like. He just made it all about him. Nick Barry and 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 well, he made it all about the uh, South Africa. Oh, true. It wasn't yeah, about that. you know the referees were were you know everything was it was like everyone's against us. This is why this is wrong. This is why the ref- refereeing sucks because they call stuff against us. And it's like that's not how you do it. It's like, hard to have a victim mentality when you're the defending World Cup champions, right? Like, shut the fuck up. You're doing I'm, fine. I'm at a, I'm at a loss here for that yeah. one. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, and that's it's it's pretty bad now that I'm just like I don't want I, you know, I even when they were you know at worst they had been foils. I'd say mm-hmm. now it's like no, you guys are just dicks. I hope you lose. Like, yeah, <laughs> stop being dicks. Let's just let's just kind of you know let the let's wicked them ascend this this coming weekend and into yeah. the heavens and, and we'll forget that match ever happens <sighs> right <laughs> there's a lot not to like about that one too shit man do better all right now the fun part um we are gonna do a hose 15 so these are <laughs> i don't know what anybody else calls them i always know is we call them horse and that might not yes. be the politically correct term but that is what we call them so if i can go into my my estimation of, of rugby horse jared how many teams have you played how many jerseys have you put on for, for, for clubs um, one two three um there's been at least oh i play so i play college high school and men's i've played mm-hmm. for two different men's clubs at that and then probably about four to five additional jerseys on top of that yeah. so <laughs> Cause, cause, yeah because i was thinking like, i've played i've played you know i've been a part of three clubs and i have hoard out for so many others <laughs> back when I was, I was in my younger days. I've probably, I've probably worn maybe 10 other jerseys to be, if I'm being honest, which is yeah. like, it's always been a goal of mine to, to, to play with as many teams, you know, to whore out on as many teams as possible. You go to a, you know, I I'm long past those days, but you go to a tournament just cause like, yeah, I'll, I'll find a team. No big deal. Right. Sometimes you do um, that. Yeah. And there's something to be said for someone who just likes, you know, hoeing around and, and, and playing <laughs> on a bunch of teams and, um, cause that's, you know, again, it's all about the rugby community. So this is why I, I, I came up with this idea. Cause it was like, okay, who's the best, who, you know, 
who's who are your favorite what's your your rugby whore 15 Attorney guys who, yeah who play all over the place and uh um but you want you want them on your team yeah definitely all right um let's start with loose head well, loose head. for me it's a tight head i'm going two pro, two tight head props well yeah you had two you, you know just had me. two props and threw it in there <laughs> yeah exactly uh, well plus tight head's the only real prop says you <laughs> um well i have a loose head that i think most england fans will be pretty happy with and that's andrew sheridan the guy is and the funny thing is the mm-hmm. guy is still a brick shit house right now like mm-hmm. to this day because he does powerlifting and like you know you re- rewind to 2007 uh it was a semi-final quarter pile against australia and by far that australia team should have beat them but he scrummaged the shit out of them and put them on their ass and Really, I mean the whole, the, obviously the whole England pack, but everybody creds uh, Sheridan quite highly with it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he and he's and he's he's been around. He clubs in France, clubs in mm-hmm. England, obviously. So yeah, he get he got around. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's a I think he's a folk hero for some. <laughs> so my 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 uh, number one um, again, who's a, who's a tight head? I'm I'm conceding that, but again, whatever. Suck it. Uh, play has played for he played for four clubs during his professional uh career. Um, and you know, in Italy, in England, and and then went on to France. Um, and legendary hair for a prop because you got to have good prop hair. Uh, mm-hmm. so so my number one is Martin Castro. Giovanni. Yeah, that was a good one. I was I had him in my head. I was like, yeah, I've picked mm-hmm. him a few times. So uh, for other things, so <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll let him pass this time. <laughs> I'm taking him here. Yep, yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, number two is a guy that still plays, although he doesn't play for his country anymore, is um, Gus Creevy. Ah, he's my number two as well. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> dude's seen quite a few jerseys in his day, I would yes, say. He that. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. He's worth that two jersey every time as well. So that's the that's kind of the fun right. part in many, many ways. Now, I wish I could remember who he replaced for my team, but because uh, I, mm. I had somebody else before putting him in, and but can't remember. So I got me beat. Yeah, got me beat. Uh, all right, my my true tight head is um, guy actually plays for Leinster right now, Michael Alatoa. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was my, I was uh, I was I was like, hmm, he's been on a few teams, hasn't he? And I checked. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yep, he's been in Australia. He's been obviously in New Zealand with the Crusaders. Now he's in Leinster. I think he even did a stint in Japan. So yeah, okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, my tight head is. Um, Donald, he's so good at tight headery that he can coach it extremely well too with Harlequins. So, oh, <laughs> um, and this, he played all over the place yes. for um, for you know Ospreys to Cardiff and and off to Quins with he's coaching with them and now and so Adam Jones is my yes my that's a great one I love it because he's yeah, a true yeah. rugby he's he's, he's a, guy a who, he is a, he is a character you. as well yeah yeah he's quite the character yeah, right I love it I love it all right engine room um so I got some really tall fuckers in this one okay <laughs> um, uh, I have a guy that is a personal favorite of mine although he's he's definitely coming to the end of his career and that's Leonie Nakarawa. Okay, good one. Yeah, he's he's been he's been around. He's obviously at he's over he's been at Glasgow, he's now over at Ulster. He's been in France like yeah, been been a few places and still a pretty damn good player, so I'll give it to him. Um my my uh, number 4, my first lock is someone who um is such a whore that he didn't even stick with Union. Um and he, so and has literally I, I think he might still be playing somewhere probably um brad thorne oh god yeah he played wow. there you go all over the place 
um Jeez. from yeah crusaders and leinster and highlanders leicester <laughs> like right yeah that's a, a well-traveled rugby player right there yeah. and yeah. even played a little bit with uh, oh no he coached with the uh the reds. Say he's coaching the reds now so yeah. <laughs> i'll say if he if he jumped shipped over there that'd be that'd be interesting yeah yeah, he has gone over that way, but not to play you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, my other lock is uh, a, a fan favorite of many people that like the uh, the Saracens, and that is Big Willie Skelton. <laughs> He's yes. Um, he was on my list, you know, to be replaced by Brad Thorne. So yes, absolutely, yes. Willie yeah. Skelton. My, Been around. Um, I'm, I'm going with a Safa for my um, for my other lock. Mm-hmm. and um i he's he's a kind of a hate the face kind of guy but but damn if you didn't you can't appreciate the game he had um victor matfield oh yeah oh yeah that's a good one that's a good one yeah I, i've named him on a couple of teams my teams mm-hmm. too yeah line out master and mm-hmm. just yeah an absolute nightmare for teams when it comes to that stuff so yes i i, I approve of the victors <laughs> all right um back row I got a guy. I got this guy is a, a banger, and he just just called it quits, I believe, um, mm-hmm. after the Champions Cup final last year, and that is Jerome Kano. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Yeah, um, stint in Japan, obviously down in down in New Zealand as well. Played for one or two teams down mm-hmm. there, even, um, and then obviously finished mm-hmm. off, polished off a pretty damn good career with Toulouse. And, and I'm going with for my six. He's kind of out of position um here but i know he, he could slot in there too at, at times um frenchman one of my favorite players of all time <laughs> if not my favorite player of all time and, and i will always name him when i get a chance to and and that of course is the one the only sebastian chabal yeah <laughs> it's a good one yeah it's, yeah bourgeon sale uh rossing and leon mm-hmm. that's a yeah fairly well-traveled yeah, individual got a, first got a few jerseys on that wall no doubt yeah no doubt. Um, next one is a, is a is a hometown favorite, and I say hometown be, being the United States. Um, the well-traveled and Captain America himself, Todd Clever. Ha! He's my number eight. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, I told. Yeah. I was like, oh, Clever's played for like a billion clubs. He, yes, he yes. only qualifies to this. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking. I was like, okay, no, he's he's in there. He's an easy, easy, easy eight for me. Nice. Um, my other flank is... Uh, yeah, I'm gonna avoid the off-field stuff, and but uh, it's, it's Stefan Armitage. Armitage, yeah. Good lord, what a freaking brick shit house of a. I mean, he's a, yeah, he was player. an athlete. Like, what yeah. could have been with that with that guy? Right. What could have been? Uh, so you got your eight. That's Todd Clever. Mine is um, a guy that had a brief stint in England, which was weird for him, much like Shabal, um, Louis Picamol. Hmm. Yeah. Been around, been around yes. to a few yes. clubs. Obviously, had mm-hmm. had in France, but also had his little stint in Northampton, which put him back on the map because he just he was it wasn't happening for, for him in France. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, fresh yep. patch of grass and things came came good for him. So uh, you know, good for him. And I thought that I thought that was a nice little resurrection for his career when he yeah. went there. And obviously, now he's kind of going the other direction. Rightfully so, France are fading right. him out, but was good in his time. Yes, obviously. he was quite good. And then you're you're clever. Uh halfback. Um fan favorite of you and my, you and me, one Cobus Reinach. Oh, that's a good one. That's a very good one. Um I went with Peter Stringer. Mm. I like that one. Yeah, that's a great one. 
man, yeah, he jumped all too. over the place. And he, and you know what? He always put in great performances too. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a good one too. Hadn't even thought of that one. That I love that one. Really like that one. Okay, ten. It feels like there's tens all over the place. I could possibly play. play yes, here. there absolutely were. So uh, I, I, I still have no shame with this one though. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna. This guy has seen it all. I swear, and he's still ticking. The old man, Jimmy Gobberth. Oh, that's a fun one. Okay. <laughs> he has been everywhere. That's that's a fun one. <laughs> he has been um, everywhere, <laughs> and he's still pretty good for he what, is. 38, 39 now. <laughs> yeah, something something like that. Jeez. Pretty good. <laughs> Get um, yeah, my my it stretches the actually doesn't really because I mean he played um for you know in in New Zealand, France, and and then went to Japan. Um, mm-hmm. but he played a couple places around the, in that. So, um, so he still bumped around to four or five clubs, uh, Dan Carter. Yeah. I had him in my head. I was like, you know what? Jimmy's seen the world. We're going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a little too easy to, to pick him there, but at the same time. Oh, he's yeah, worth it. <laughs> Always worth that. Yeah. Shirt. Uh, 11. Um, yeah, I, this guy, he's always been super talented and he, you know, has seen a few things with England and, He's got a couple of Champions Cup tiles to his belt. Chris Ashton. Oh, oh, okay. He's my uh, 14. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I got so, an 11. But yeah. just the same. Right. So, seen, um, seen it all over. I'll I'll hold off then. I'll then we'll, we'll <laughs> I'll go to my center. Um <laughs> because I you know, I'm I'm sure you have him too. Um but my my 12 is Ma Nonu. Ta-da! Same. <laughs> <laughs> just resigned for San Diego Legion. Yeah, but the, wait, are they coming here? Or are they going? Are we going there? I don't remember. Fuck! All right, I have to find that out in a minute. Um, um, I'll find that. I'll find that out. When I'm we sure it has this. a really kick-ass poster for it. That's all I. That's all I know. Yeah. The, um, if, oh man, if they're coming here, I hope he's. I hope he's healthy. <laughs> my 13 is still is still playing. Um, not only that, but he's still kind of rising in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, if, he's he's coming to his own, and and he may still be peaking yet. It's it, you never know. He keeps somewhat fading or you know, somewhat leveling and somewhat keep going up. Um, but Gail Fiku. Oh, nice. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, he's uh, it, somebody said it last week, like wildly underrated in that French team, mm-hmm. especially for his defensive prowess. Like, definitely yeah. runs that belongs nowhere near the wing, <laughs> but <laughs> no, as a 13, though, I yes, I'll take yeah, him. sign me up for that. So that's good. Uh, mine's uh. Not playing, but only because he's injured currently. Uh, but man, he's a everybody's waiting with bated breath for him to return, and that's semi Radra. Yes, <laughs> that, yes, very much yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm looking. Everybody's looking forward to that one to come back. So, oh yeah, I got like freaking three Fijians in my team, don't I? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. I'm not I'm not mad about it. <laughs> yeah. So my other wing, um, so my eleven, um, is. <sighs> He's just fucking good. And he's been playing, you know, well, no, he's, he's retired now, um, but still um, very much within the rugby community and, and played everywhere. Um, and also changed his game as his career went on to be much more physical and, and much more of an imposing threat, not just the, the, the you know, a, a back runner out in the space. Burn, yeah. And, and yeah. Uh, but Brian Habana, just all timer. That's a great one. That is a great one. Yeah, I'll give you that one for sure. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely one of the best ever. I would, mm-hmm. I would, I would definitely credit credit that to him. 
Uh, mine is still my my other wing is still active, and like he's on like his fourth club at least, <laughs> and it's Nemanja Nadolo. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> that's that, yeah, yeah, large human, large yes. human that still runs like like and the I, wind. I want him on my team if if at all possible. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Not please, against me. Please, please tell me you're going to wear this shirt and not yeah. the other shirt. Please, right. thank you. Right. right. <laughs> um, fifteen. My fifteen is still active, and um, is actually a teammate of your thirteen. Oh so yeah, my, mine my... too. Okay. <laughs> Charles Pietel. So, so Charles Pietel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that's a great one because I know he's seen a few clubs, and obviously yes, he's yeah. absolutely fantastic. So between yeah. the two of them, and really, I, I you know, as far as far as his eligibility for the World Cup, like, I do hope he gets to switch his his allegiance. Uh, that'll be really awesome. Yeah. For, yeah. Um, Agreed. For for Tonga, so I that'll be great. Yeah, and it, we saw that there's definitely some bones there for Tonga the other week, but. Definitely need mm-hmm. some playmakers, and he would be a huge addition to that team. A little so, bit. Well, all I, right. He'd be I, think, I think most people are rooting for that one right there. So there we have it, 15. So we got a couple of matches. We had Gus. Um, you had Clever. Clever. I had Clever. Um, we both had uh, Nanu. Nanu. We both had Piatel. Piatel, yeah. Oh, we both had Ashy too, just different spots. Oh, Ashton, yep. So, all right. So we at least were on we, – we have similar brains, which is terrifying at the same time. <laughs> All right, let's go to some international roundup. Uh, Scotland, South Africa. Uh, just you know, you you mentioned it, and I was and I and I am inclined to agree. Just you know, Finn did everything he possibly could for Scotland, but fuck, they were not helping him. <laughs> His centers were nowhere to be found. He would look over, you know, he'd get the ball and look out, and they're all kind of just hanging back, like. It's not to say not, he has bad centers either. Like Matt Scott and Chris Harris are not bad centers by any means whatsoever. So I didn't feel like you got to wonder what the hell's going on line and giving him options. And like, so he had to like, you know, that's why he's like, all right, well, I guess I'm kicking. Cause it's like, there's nothing, there was nowhere else for him to go. And nobody really was in position to support everybody was stagnant. And it's like, that's not, that's not the game Finn plays. He's, you know, he wants to pass that ball down the line. Um, and, and get it moving rather than pass it backwards. And, and especially, you know, to a, to a stagnant, you know, line runner, that's not, that's not helpful when you're the back, you know, you want to be moving a little bit. Nope, not um, very helpful at all. And like Duhan had to, to bail him out a couple of times. Well, that one, you know, the one that led to the, the hard try was. Yep. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's special. Duhan had to bail him out because the centers were fucking nowhere to be found. So that's, yeah, that's, that kind of sucks when you, you don't really, and who played 14 for Scotland? Oh God! I, yeah, I remember seeing him. And I'm like, what the fuck has he done all day? I mean, no, that's not what I mean. Like, did, did it? Did it? I was there a 14 on the field because I couldn't have told Shh, you. Your guess is good as mine. <laughs> yeah, Rufus uh, McLean was just a ghost. I right. nope, nobody mm-hmm. nope. Blair Kinghorn should have been in that match from the word go. That was a poor decision yeah. on. I see, on yeah, uh, I remember when Kinghorn was... came in. It was like, oh, there's another wing in there. <laughs> that's, that's the other good. wing. Where's the other guy been? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Um, and it was, they, they had their moments, but at the same time, like just the South Africans dominated them in a lot of key areas, including that scrummage, which mm-hmm. oh. Xander Fagerson did not have a prayer. in. unfortunately, no, that's just no. how it is. He was boned. He was in, you have two world-class tight head props yeah, <laughs> and this and loose head props and there's really no relief coming. So mm-hmm. it's like, uh, uh-uh. You know, you, you hope the the second guy coming on is gonna suck. Mm, yep, 
No. Sorry. <laughs> He's going to be just yeah, as good. It's one of those, like, oh, thank God they're taking this guy out. Oh, fuck. Look who's coming in. Fuck a duck. <laughs> Here comes the next guy. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, freaking Ox. You know, that that whole that, that whole uh, prop regime uh, uh, group that they have currently right now with Kitsop, Cock, uh, Ox, and Inyakanya, just like, oh. And then right. the, the the options that could be in the wings with the likes of like Will Colo is terrible. Yeah, I know. It's like there's a yes, okay. There's there's a reason that Will Colo is not on that team. I get it. Right. But Malherba Mal is hurt right now as well, so it's like, oof. There's still yeah. more in the reserves, which is terrifying. It's absolutely shocking. Um, what does Willie Larue do for South Africa? Can somebody clarify that for me? I. I'm still lost in it. Like he continues to be picked yeah. and continues to do absolutely absolute dog shit. Like it's meters kicked is about yeah. the only thing he's good at. Like other than that, I could give a fuck. Yeah, I, I, I and yes, I, it's not like I don't understand what benefit he provides. Does he? He, you know, he is kind of a little bit of a well. I don't even know. He's not like a bomb diffuser, even like a, a Liam Williams is. Mm-hmm. That like, yeah, if he doesn't, even if he doesn't you know, give you an attacking option. He still gives you this, like he will not let, let a kick, you know, drop and he won't, you know, like he'll do it under pressure. He'll, you know, fearless on that. No, he's just kind of back there. Like, does he direct a defense? At that level, you know, don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know, you know, how much, what the drop off from a, from one fullback to another is, but I mean, I, mean, if I just friend staying could, could on the on the match, right? If friend staying could last a little bit longer, he's mm-hmm. a little bit on the on the wrong side of you know. Although he's obviously still been a monster forever, but yeah, right. if he could last for forty five minutes, side of two thirty right now, <laughs> right? He's a big boy too. He's yeah. A, yeah, but he, man, he fucking still has a boot. He does. My lord, he does. Well, he put it on one hundred ten kilos behind it. Yeah, yeah, he definitely did, and I think he needed all of them, but it worked. (laughs) Not mad about it. If I was him, no way, man. Oh shit! All right, so that sets up a big one this weekend for. um, You like how we did that? um, The the multi unit thing there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So so just realized that yeah, maybe the 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 uh, the uh, the abroad people might not realize what I meant by two thirty. So. Yeah, the the pounds, right? <laughs> KGs. Poundage, KGs, half that, yeah. about half that in KGs. Well, yeah, well, too many. <laughs> yeah, careful with that one. Two hundred thirty KGs might be a problem as a fullback. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. No, going poundage there, and then the one ten for the. Yeah, yeah, that one. All right, um, so that sets up a big one this weekend at Twickenham. Um, so d- did you tuck into Italy Argentina at all? No. Yeah, wasn't a whole. I mean, as you'd expect. Yeah. Nothing crazy there. Uh, the I think the Kramer try, which was the first one of the of the match, was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, more of the same from Italy, unfortunately. Just you know, not able to execute at, at mm-hmm. key times. Really, it's it was a problem. You know, very Worcester uh, mm, esque. Yeah, excuse me. <laughs> um, yeah, not um, great. Not a great thing to be <laughs> compared to. No, and Marco got hurt. Yeah, that's that's oh, actually one yeah. of the reasons why I'm not watching it. I don't want to see it. Yeah, it was a bad step and he as he's going down he's grabbing for it i'm like oh that's not great at all son of a sad very sad Uh, all right so let's run over to the big one at the aviva and it was what one at the where (laughs) the um which which teams (laughs) yeah ireland and the all blacks 
And oh, they played. Yeah, that one. Yeah, don't. I wasn't don't, aware. Don't tell the don't tell the Irish that. <laughs> if so, there's a few things that they definitely did right for the Irish, and the Kiwis didn't play their best match by any means whatsoever. But their kick chase was phenomenal. Gibson Park was on point with his box kicks most mm-hmm. of the day. Um, the when they didn't have the ball, they were very good in defense. And they starved New Zealand of that ball. And yes, we saw how fast New Zealand can hit you. They hit, they mm-hmm. had two quick hitting tries and almost had a third. Like, right. Yeah. It, it, they, but this is, this is very much a blueprint you can use for, for them. You know, don't miss your tackles. <laughs> and even when you don't, right. you just don't miss your assignments. <laughs> Tag for a long Ronan Kelleher. Um, oh, yeah, that was, oh, that was bad. <laughs> Papa Lee, you uh, saw that all day. <laughs> right. Like, and, nice and guys. Ty, Ty didn't even move, which means no, I mean, he that, was stationary. Cause, cause, and I think that's because he knew it wasn't his guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that just didn't. It did not go well. And, you know, and in in a lot of ways, the Kiwis were their own worst enemy because they had offsides and they had um, the late hits that were – that was majority of their penalties. They had some 50-50 stuff, but that majority of the penalties were offsides and the late hits. Like, other than that, they could have – if they had gotten rid of those, they would have been fine, but they mm-hmm. didn't. And that's the, – you know, and they were – they were certainly making Ireland work hard in that breakdown because they were going after every ball. Just yeah. about it's what they do, but man, right. they were just like up in the ante every five seconds. To me, like, I, my thoughts were Ireland played almost a. Um, they, to me, they they played a South Africa game plan, which in some is ways, what, yeah. Like to me, not and, and to me, it's very different from the old Irish game plan of, of don't play with the ball. They the Ireland played with the ball. They certainly they threatened, um, but they also, as you said, just you know aided up on defense they're like mm-hmm. you will not get this ball over this line you know whatever they could avoid it like yeah well, we're making our tackles and and we're gonna you know bring the physicality like it shows that you can i mean you know ireland can do both so uh, yeah you hope um, that they can do it more often mm-hmm. and yeah and james Lowe, uh slowly I, redeeming himself after this after this past spring i then I, I i disagree with that so I, I I was very much on a James Lowe. Um, I've been on a, a little bit of a pro James Lowe. My only anti James Lowe thing was that he he went on the defensive and he suffered an attack. And um, I so I you know I liked his post game shit about the uh, <laughs> you know, oh y'all you stick it or you know you what was it you bollocks were giving me shit about my <laughs> yeah. D. And it's like, yeah, his D has been fine. It's that, his, you know, in, in Six Nations, I thought he played outstanding defensively. Um, but he didn't do yeah, much in attack. But it withdrew from his attack, yeah. And um, he, here he played just as well defensively and uh, scored a try. So, yep. I mean, yep. that's like, uh, hey, yeah. Yes, haters swing on James Lowe's nuts. because <laughs> Yeah, like, right. Knees. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is a, um, yeah, This he's looking like a worldie here yeah if, he's looking if he can good. keep up this type of of standard and attack and defense mm-hmm. yep. yeah this is what this is what we you know ireland were hoping for and oh absolutely that's what he was hoping for so i'm sure it was too as well yeah and um you know the, the irish did play with a little bit of fire when they started kicking the ball back and forth with the kiwis because that is something that the kiwis will eat up all day long now they for whatever reason 
I think the fact that the, that New Zealand were so damn tired from playing so much fucking defense that they were like, fuck this. I don't want to run. I just want to, I'm just going to send it back. Yeah. So in a way, you know, that worked out uh, again. That was another thing that worked out to their advantage by, Mm -hmm. you know, just holding onto the ball and, you know, they were camped in the other end too. It's not like they were holding onto the ball at midfield and, you know, threatening possibly, you know, playing with a little bit of luck. They, they were doing, they were doing it in the right area. So that was Mm -hmm. the good, that was also the, the tough thing for New Zealand. So yeah, they had to play, play defense like demons for the first 40 by all means. And, as soon as they were forced to play more defense for the first 10, 15 minutes of that second half, they were, they were gassed. They yeah. were gassed. I mean, they were gassed at the end at that halftime. So yeah, that, you don't see that. that. <laughs> nope. Not very often. I will say fucking Alan Quinlan, who was the second chair was pissing me off. He was, mm. he was talking about the Ian Henderson penalty and how that's not right. I'm like, no, actually he was the tackler and he basically just stood up on the wrong side of the ball. So no, mm-hmm. you can't do that. Yeah. Fucking idiot. And I, I'm trying to think what the other thing was. Oh, it was something about, uh, I think it was something about the lippiness. And I was just like, uh, yeah, I'd say they're both pretty lippy right now. So don't, don't, uh, don't get into it. There was one other thing that happened too. But either way, it doesn't matter. Hmm. <laughs> um, he was just being a fucking complete helmet either way. Um, but yes, helmets come in all shapes and sizes. Just remember that. <laughs> um, and accents. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, England, Australia. Bit disappointing from the Aussies. Uh, you know, this was this was tight going into halftime mm-hmm. and man, they just kind of they just gave the ball away way too fucking much. The 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 Wallabies did. He did. And much. then and England brought on some people, some more people who want to express themselves. And that's that was, you know, that was it. As soon as <laughs> as soon as the England players started getting a little bit loose, it's like. Yeah, Australia started creaking and then. Right crunch crunch yeah there, there was just so much like i i don't think either of the australian locks had a good day neither rodder nor arnold i was like no. one of these guys needs to come off now mm-hmm. um tough day for james slippery he's playing tight head which he's not used to so that's not mm-hmm. fun uh falau Fainga is one of the most useless hookers in international rugby i don't understand the hype around him he's not good <laughs> Like no, he very. works hard, yes, but everything else he sucks at. Like <laughs> his decision making sucks. His lineup throwing is not that good. Like overrated, like hell. Holy shit! Like mm-hmm. pass, pass, pass. No, thank you. I will. Yep, could do without him all day long. Uh, if I was, yeah, if I'm Australia, they need to find somebody not him. Like they called in Tolu Latu this weekend, and that wasn't great. Yeah. Uh, they they need an answer, and it's not him. That's right. neither one of those guys, honestly. Um, Stephen Moore, come back. <laughs> right god fucking they might need him yeah i know uh, shit uh but we did see ollie hoskins which we was did. so awesome in so many ways yep yeah um, i was me. yeah i wish he had had a little bit more opportunity to play well but mm-hmm. you know from a, a proposition it's hard to to make a bunch of tackles at that level with uh the type of attack that england were going with so um and he didn't get the chance to to run with the ball which disappointed me no no, then that's that's definitely something that happens at. At the, again at a proposition. Sometimes you don't get the ball. It, no, it's, it sucks. You deal with it. It does. It does. Um, I I gotta say, like, I see the fifteen shirt in England, and if I am an England fan, you have no problems right now. That is your no. guy, yep. Freddie Stewart, has been He's 
awesome since this this was it because he he had yes he's got three caps he's got two he's got one against usa he's got one against canada he's got one against tonga neither one of those is a challenge like you should look decent at at the very Mm -hmm. least you know what i mean and even if you don't whatever it's like you can sometimes underestimate those teams and i get that Um, that's that's down to your mental things not your abilities or anything like that but this this was a good test we'll we'll see what he looks like after this weekend but man I would be excited if I was an England fan about that shirt right there because yep. he looks really good. And same for Marcus Smith Duh. As, <laughs> with, with his, you know, with the first look of, of Smith and Faz um, at 10, 10 and 12. And mm. yeah, I liked, I liked what I saw. Um, <laughs> Smith putting Stewart through for the try pretty early, you know, early on doesn't, doesn't help or it doesn't hurt, but it doesn't hurt. No, um, but, you know, that's showing what they can do. That's, you know, we haven't seen stuff like that though. And, and I don't, I'm not saying it's Smith's um, responsibility to make sure that that, you know, or, you know, it's Smith like wheeling and dealing. I think it's just that that's, you know, wasn't, that's not really Eddie's thing. And Ford is not going to do what Eddie doesn't want him to do ever. <laughs> and that's why Smith's better. So um, <laughs> yeah. And I, I will also say in my opinion, just my opinion that Alex Dombrant and, um sam simmons did more per minute <laughs> with, with the in or more in the limited opportunity mm. that they got than the players they replaced yeah um it, it's it's such a difference when you you can again just like we were talking about with james Lowe, when you can maintain the defensive uh, you know strength and uh, and um and line and add attacking flair mm. i mean when when dom brandt came in the first time for briefly it was like that changed the game that opened <laughs> things up for the brief time he was in. And then, you know, he comes back and then um, of course, Sim- Simmons comes on and <laughs> puts blim- that blim- her. <laughs> Yeah. Like, fuck. Why, why, you know, why wouldn't you have put him in earlier? The game, you had the game won pretty much. So they should have, yeah, they should have brought both of them on um, much earlier. Yeah, Somebody needs to tell Jamie Blumeyer he doesn't get to score every game. Just I well, hell, who's gonna tell him that <laughs> right now? No, <laughs> he's got what six, six and four and Good one Lord. in each. So and and yeah, he's got and he's got at least one in every. She's him. Um, yeah. I will say uh, for the lineup's sake, and I'm not and I'm not trying to shit on Courtney Laws. What I'm saying is I could do without Charlie Eels mm-hmm. and an extra back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, especially and really, why the fuck he. Eddie Eddie had Max Malins and he decided to put Tui at 14. Yeah. Really, they they did a good job of hiding him. Teams are gonna see more and more. If they he's gonna here's the thing. This is what he's gonna do. He's gonna keep trying it because it worked. Yeah. You know, he's gonna keep I, I trying it because it worked. More than anything, I'm wondering why Johnny Hill is out there. Also like, why because like he's a hole. So why wouldn't you just move laws into five? He can still do the same shit from five that he does at six. And then now you have a, another speedy attacking slash defensive. Like you put Dom at six. Yeah. Or you can just Fuck. put him at eight where he put belongs him and yeah. well, slide Curry to the side, which makes obviously the most well, sense. There's that. There's that too. But I'm, you know, I mean, or if you wanted to put, if you wanted to have a, um, you know, a Sam, Dom and, and, and Tom. Mm-hmm back row which i kind of got a semi from that idea but yeah that's a great idea <laughs> you still you put dom at six for that like and with with morrow and 
and Courtney at, at lock. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, now I got to change my pants. Yeah. Like, you'd, have, you'd have a great team right there. <laughs> please. And, and what, like, what does he'll give you that you can't, that you don't want to do that? I don't know. I honestly don't know what he's adding these days. Like Lana wins who like, really? That's what you need. Morrow does that. And right. So tomorrow and Courtney you got every fucking... lock in England that can fucking do that. Like, come right. on, man. <laughs> Let's go. He's not been that great defensively. And then attacking, no. he's just this big fucking lumbering oaf, not doing anything. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's go. Yeah. Oh, um, did you catch any of the game down in Bordeaux for the French? Um, French against Georgia. I caught the first half. Yeah. And that was probably the best half. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I saw where it was going. And I think that's when, um, I don't remember what I had. Oh, no. I had to go grocery shopping. And I was like, Oh, maybe I'll watch the second half later. And then I was like, no, I'm not going to watch And then you realize you're like, never mind. No, good. <laughs> never mind. About that. I had I had to go. I had to be back for the, um, what was it? The Wales, Wales match. Yeah, so that was, that was, that was, that was the one that, you know, if, if I'm going to watch a half, you know, if I'm going to miss a half of one of the matches, it's going to be the second half of France, Georgia. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, Georgia fronted up fairly well for, the, mm-hmm. for about 20 minutes and then certainly. You know, but they were clearly outmatched. It oh, was yeah. it was just a matter of time. Yeah, totally, totally, totally. Yeah, you know, good effort for them. It was, I think it's, and I also think it's great that uh, France decided to host this match elsewhere besides um, Stade de France. I thought mm-hmm. so that that helps get the game out there a little bit more for them. Right. Um, also, the and something I didn't mention before, Italy was at Treviso. It was not in Rome, which is mm. some again something I think they should do more of and try and put it in the areas where rugby is popular. And yes, mm-hmm. you get you still get a decent crowd at, at you know the Olympico, but man, I think if you put it in a slightly smaller stadium, uh, in a more more rugby you know mad area, you mm-hmm. you'll have you'll have a winner there, and you, fans will come out and they will rock. Um, but yeah, just also that also that. Um, but yeah, France gearing up for this weekend. Um, they're going to be facing a wounded animal, so we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very interesting, I would say. And then. Yes, we had um, we had we had Wales, 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 and Fiji. <laughs> say, 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 was it? Are we sure about this? Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Um, nice. It was good. It was, I mean, the the jerseys kind of threw me off. So, <laughs> Somebody I like said, that kit. I, 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 yeah. I think I, I think you do without the green shorts. That's kind of weird. I think that's what threw me off. It it is kind of weird, but I I I kind of I like it for its uniqueness there, mm. and you know. It, yeah. it, was a, it was a weekend of weird jerseys. Did you see tennis University of Tennessee's football ju- no. uniforms there? Fucking no. weird. Not sure. I didn't I want realize to. that. Yeah, no, it was like black and they still had the orange trim and all. So it was kind of cool, but unsettling. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I could see how Wales could be unsettling there. With, with <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you just wear red? That's what you do. <laughs> this is what you do. Yeah. Yeah. It, this could have been. This could have been. Could have gone many different ways. This could have been so, so much more. Like, yeah, but yeah. Fiji were just completely ill-disciplined, completely. Very, very. Um, and yeah, it, you know, way too high shot. So I mean, you know, it's kind of uh, helpful for them to get a, a, a Southern Hemisphere referee like Nick Barry, who's going to go light on them for it. But at the same time, the you know ARs and the TMO are gonna. Thankfully, they talked him into the right decision. Yeah, that was a little. He was so willing to just move on, and it's like I'm not sure he realized what the tackle was. Yeah, 
I'm not sure you right. realized what, what it was. I was like, no, that's not part of the tackle. That's him on the deck. Right. <laughs> and that's not good. Right. So, but yeah. And I mean, it. The this is what we love about Fiji. They just have the freaking cojones to say, we have 14. Okay. We're right. still going to do our thing from yeah. our own end. <laughs> right. That was an that was an amazing try. It was like two amazing tries, right? Yeah. You know, one right after the other, almost. Um, with that, yeah, that fuck. Yeah, they and, had and three cards this weekend. Yeah, Fiji had three cards this weekend. Imagine yeah. if they had kept it to one. Even if it was so just who the got, red, who got yellowed? Um, Maui and Tui Sui. Okay. Because I think, oh yeah, Maui earned that one. <laughs> that, that was it. Dope. Yeah. Um, because I feel like I I was I don't maybe must not have been Tui Sui, but I thought someone was like looking at a second yellow um in one of the matches, so it must not have been this one. I can't remember mm. which one it was. There was someone who was already on a yellow and acting a dick, and it's like you dumbass. Yeah, so, don't do that. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, no. Um, don't ever do that. Okay, not not these guys, but not these guys. Still, well, um, and and. <laughs> Go reach lightning. Woo. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, I mean, man, he's so fun. If I can go through my mentality, my, my mental mono, inter, inner monologue through that. During that. He chipped it. Oh, well, that's an interesting idea, but that, that the two, these two guys are in such better position that, okay, well, look, I appreciate the effort and he kind of got fucked out of a try. Wait a minute. Wait, he's beaten the one. Okay, cool. Hey, he's beaten the one. He, uh, wait, no. No, that he's he's made. Holy fuck, he scored! <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it really went from a. It really kicked up a notch. <laughs> like there was no way he had no business. No, no business beating one of those defenders, no. let alone both of them. Yeah, no way. It was oh. for, it was just ugh, class. You don't. That's not fair. That's like he had extra gears, literally. That that they don't that the opponents will not have um mm-hmm. yeah no definitely so, not <laughs> yeah i am very impressed with with him there yeah um, quite good <laughs> very good and yeah. I, I really liked actually this particular back three um that was pretty good that was a worked nice out really well there. I'm, I'm i'm sad that we didn't get to see adams out there at 13 but right. is that like the four of them out there yes yes please that episode, yeah that potential big time um that but either way potential. cuthbert had a day um, Liam Williams was man of the match with it and had a try of his own. Right. Yeah, he's uh, kind of he's kind of good too. Very good. Very exciting. Very good stuff. All right. Um, let's run along here. Uh, Ireland and U.S. on Friday night. Better stuff from the U.S. Honestly. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that Karen, was it. The Karen's try. Oh, and but like first of all, man, I hope Rachel Johnson is doing all right because that looked bad. They should have and, taken her out the first. So she's been playing a lot. And, mm. and I really. Yeah, she played. Uh, she's played her and KZ have played all three matches almost fully. Yeah. So and it's I pretty terrifying. That that, right. And then I was like, so the first time she like needed a strapping, it's like, no, just just take her out like this. This is. Right. Yeah. And then obviously they didn't. And then who knows what's happening now? Um, so, yeah, I wish her the uh, best. I was, Hope she's I was okay. looking for it. Yeah, I, I popped her a message and she was pretty appreciative of it, but no news on it right now. But it looked pretty bad. It looked like the thing you don't want it to be. Yeah. You know. Um, so yeah, hopefully she's all right. But um 
much better from the U.S. And hey, listen, good on Ireland for getting this done. Like they've had so much shit thrown their way undeservedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they've been dealing with a lot, so it's it's it it does suck for the U.S. that they had to um, play against this team. I think if they played against most other teams, you know, if they played on Ireland on any other weekend, they could have won with that effort that that the U.S. put in. Mm-hmm. Um, between that and the um, the 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 props of just oh yeah propping over the line and and um shit I don't have the lineup in front of me so I can't recall the props name who's retiring Lions or no um, Pete excuse me yeah yeah um that's just what are you gonna do um yeah a prop you got that on, on your... fair, a, a prop on a farewell match and then you know backs it up with a try that's um you're not it's winning bad that news, match. man you're not winning that match that's just no. that that's that's the the, the way things go mm-hmm. um so yeah much a little bit better and the what the lineouts were better we we bitched about the one but then they showed this the this the uh yeah hampton did way better way better yeah. than anybody had done to, up to this point so they missed like one so. yeah something like that yeah far far better yeah much better and then was it the second try that was just a piece of work and Parsons', Parsons try was was awesome. Oh, Parsons yeah. was which was the first one, but uh for okay. for Ireland, but um I think it was the first one. It doesn't matter. It was yeah, Hurst the second was, was I think the first was awesome. Anyway, uh the was it the Karen's try that was just all the offloads? I was like, that was yes. magic. That Fantastic. was so great. I was like, that just that's shows the good what, stuff right there, man. Right. That shows <laughs> what a they cigarette can do. after that one. <laughs> that yeah. was really good. That that's because the 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 offloads and the willingness to, you know, what we, you know, both of us, I'm, I try to say as coaches is like, know when your turn is over mm-hmm. and when someone else's turn begins. And it's like, they got that every single time. Um, just, you know, the, okay, I'm, ta- I'm, I'm not breaking this tackle. So I'm just going to look for the, look for the offload. Mm-hmm. You know, that's been their biggest problem with it is they don't look for it and they, they fucking look for it there. So a lot to, a lot, a lot of good shit went on there. Yeah, um, much much more. Yeah, much much more. That was much more enjoyable than the, those Canadian right. matches. Thank right. you. <laughs> much better. Um, did you catch any of the match in Pau, France, and New Zealand? That was a fucking ridiculous match. Yeah, France were were unbelievable. That like you know we talked about the the Eagles worldy. Um, mm. France. Oh yeah, <laughs> banana. <laughs> just absolutely bananas. Like it had everything. It had the uh, you know the throwing the ball around. It had uh, the the defense knocking it backwards, and then the, the attacks like slapping it backwards to, mm-hmm. to retain it. Just trying to hold on to it, yeah. And then the the kick, the cross field yeah, kick yeah. to to space. <laughs> it was like, just, no, that's not it. Okay, never and mind. It, and like, yeah, it just floats for her. like that kick was beautifully weighted. Mm-hmm. It just floated out there for the wing, just to like Perfect. run underneath it and, and just pluck. Not even not catch it, just pluck it out of the air. Right. Um, and and score on a completely open field. <laughs> that whole half of the field was wide open. Yeah. Um, oh, man, that was fantastic. Crazy. That's that's rugby right there. That's the great stuff. And like if you can't when you know, I'd like to see the those fucking knobs on the twitters talking shit about women's rugby. Talk shit about those who tries right there. Right for the for the Eagles and for um and mm-hmm. for France. Like no, shut up. 
it's it's fucking exciting. Don't want to hear your shit. Yeah, and if you have didn't see these matches, go find them. They were they were excellent matches. They're good matches, yeah. And I, I I was rather enjoying this one. Um, we did not get to see a whole lot of um, Buja because she had to come off, and she looked mm-hmm. very unhappy about it at that. Yeah, but Jacquet was really good. She was in in her stead, and that the this wasn't her first, but she's only got a couple caps, I think. Mm-hmm. So uh, didn't look like and, it. Looked yeah. like she'd been around. Yeah, and capped it off with a try as well. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, really good uh, stuff from from the French, and this is, and they brought it off on the broadcast. Like this is what happens when you have the monumental shift that you've had in women's rugby in probably the past three years, and you're out of it for two of them because mm-hmm. New Zealand haven't had any competition, and that sucks. And really, if you look at the U.S., the U.S. Haven't, hasn't had a whole lot either. So both, uh, all three, you could probably say New Zealand, Canada, and and the U.S. are really just kind of knocking the rust off in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so in, in New Zealand are blooding players right now because they know they're going to need to backfill some stuff. And mm-hmm. would it be, is this an ideal time? Hell no, it's not the ideal time. Is it better than doing it in like, uh, you know, six months from now? Yes. So the best time to, to do it was six months ago. The best, the second best time is now, so, Real. you know, they're doing what they have to. Um, but, uh, Ponce uh, was the the new cap, uh, the thirteenth cap on this tour. Apparently, Ponsabi she was actually quite good with their throws. So, if she can fill the fill out the rest of what they need at at that two mm-hmm. spot, I'd say it's hers to lose. I'd, I'd give her a shot at least this weekend. They got to re- obviously play France once again. Um, yeah, I'd give her a shot as, as a start because we we talked about the just the Titanic issues that they've had as a throw with their throwing for for their lineouts like. Every, every time they're like, do we want to go for a lineout or do we want to go for a quick tap? They're like, quick tap because our lineout sucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's uh, it, it's really annoying when you have to go with that. So hopefully, that is their answer right there for their sake at least. Because you you know we don't want to see the world champs show up to the World Cup next year and just put in a poo. You know? Yeah, I thought yeah, I think they'll be okay. And I don't think they will either. I will, yeah. by no means am I saying that's what's going to happen because these women will they play this one more match. Hopefully they'll scrape together a win. It'd be nice for them to not have to go mm-hmm. home with no on a duck. Um, and then they're going to go play their their new competition down there, and then they'll gear them up for you know their camps in the lead up. And I think that I think that'll make them better than what we've seen in the last you know two three weeks. So keep keep the fingers crossed at least. And then. Uh, England and Canada at the stoop, and Canada came to play for a little bit. I didn't see any of this match. Oh man, they came to they came to play for a little bit. They mm-hmm. so and they, and they talked about it and I was like, oh, I don't think that that's happened yet. Um, Canadian scrum was just shit housing the English for a little while. Wow. Yeah, wow. they were they were backing them up, and again, I don't think England were ready for it because the last couple of weeks they played a Kiwi team that's not been really scrum ready. So mm-hmm. they just they and they've just been shit. They were just shit housing them. Uh, Canada said, "No, no, no, not today. We <laughs> we will back you up." And it was really, yeah, it was much better. Um, obviously, the the England eventually ran away with this. Oh uh, yeah, but I saw the highlights. I did have a thought about the highlights though. Yeah, so. yeah, there was some good stuff, and you know, a couple more, a couple more dynamite tries to go with it. So right. it was really good. You know, this is people talk about why Canadian rugby uh, for the women at least. 
Um, <laughs> it's the only one they got right now, anyway. <laughs> um, you know what what they've done what they've done for the, for the game and and that they are not they are definitely a big part of the equation when it comes to the top teams in the world. And uh, at least for forty minutes after you know only being two matches into returning to play. Mm-hmm. pretty good against one of the like the best team in the world right, so right yeah good you know have. not too bad guys <laughs> right um what i wanted to, to mention was you know from the highlights I saw the the sarah burn try the <laughs> yeah um it too, the, so. who was it who's the other one? um there was the alex matthews try yep that was a good one and the nine was it leanne riley it was uh yeah uh mcdonald mcdonald oh, mcdonald okay too. claudia mcdonald yeah so the they they I just saw them for some reason, they all ended up on my Twitter feed one after the other. And I could see <laughs> them, you know, and I, so I, I watched all of them and it was crazy because they're almost the exact same play each time. And there's just subtle variations that are done between, you know, there's, there's basically four players that are involved mm-hmm. and um, just each time they run a slightly different, just a slightly different line. Two of them, it was the, the, the scrum half pass out to the, um, to the second receiver mm-hmm. um, in that line. And one of them was the scrum half just taking it herself. Um, and that was like on after a, like a DSP kind of thing, um, or no, it was a blockers to with the scrum half. So one, the inside runner came on a blockers line or outside and the, yeah, the scrum half kind of went on a, on a line, or I guess it was a fly half at that point where the position she was in. Right. And then she just took it, you know, it was like a two on one that she just took the inside line and, and, and ran it through. So it's like the other time it was a, um, the, the second receiver came on an inside line. So it could have been either the two receivers on the outside or the, the switch back inside. And then the other time it was, they were looking for out the back and each time the defense did just something, you know, obviously they, they showed the defense a different look and just, spotted the gap and used it it's just yep. amazing that you can you you know that, that much versatility with just four players and just fuck up a defense for three yeah. tries yeah <laughs> like, you know you can get them all in all kinds of sixes and sevens so and, and to me that's the that's what i fucking love about rugby is it's like it's the, the the variations on a theme if you can get your team to do those you know just those three kind of things and just pick the right you know the the the, the gaps are there now do you pick the right one and fucking england yeah. did yes, that's for did. sure Yes, I did. Okay. Um, a subject that's been mulling over in my head, and I think it's been mulling over in years for a little while. Um, and then we'll, and then we'll close it out. And here, and I, there's challenges that face us here in the U.S. for a women's game that don't most countries don't face that. And the biggest one to me is geography. Yep. Because getting from A to B for a match is a bitch. Like simple yes. as that. Like yes, it is. You know, like you and I have faced it ourselves and you saw it even in the in your coaching like getting to your nearest opponent is a fucking long hike which, which is what yeah. most people see as the as the longest trip of the year that's our shortest so mm-hmm. that's a problem in a right. lot of ways you know that being the that being the big glaring elephant in the room yeah <laughs> well like um in, in in the boston area there were there are two the two top women's programs or clubs are boston women in beantown and they formed the same year and they formed the same year so that they had somebody to fucking play. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to make these two teams. Um, so we can pl- at least have someone to play because other, yeah, you get outside. There's, there's a couple others in the area. No, I'm not saying there aren't, but there are all the different levels, but then you have to go to down to, to Providence um, mm-hmm. or out to Albany or, you know, and, and that's, 
fucking far. Right. And then um, and then you look at like the high end stuff like mm-hmm. Atlanta. Right. Yeah. New York. New York. Yep. Fucking, you know, down Nova, to your neck of the woods. Yeah. Like, yeah. Damn. Philly women are, are doing all right. Um, yeah. There's there's a couple like, but it's like still the same idea. You know, it's, it might be actually easier in the, like the Philly area because you can travel down to Baltimore and D.C. And, and New York kind of easily up here. It's like there's nowhere else to go. You have to go right. south and you have to go far. Yeah. Um, so to get a women's professional, prof- really professionalize it. I mean, it's got to be the goal, but it's going to take it's going to take, mu- you know, it's going to take a lot of investment. Yeah, it's, it's going to and it's going to take a lot of planning. Really, in my head, I have. Not unlike the the league that we don't speak of that used to be here um, for the men mm-hmm. um, that that dipstick started. Start with a few teams, five, maybe six, and you're going to have to kind of close off one part of the country to travel, and that's just how it. To yeah. you, you're not going to be able to include one part of the country for a little while. Right, that's just facts. Like when they did that, Ohio was the team furthest east. Like yeah. they were like, we're going to try and condense the travel. They had what three California teams, a Denver team, and mm-hmm. yeah. So and and, a, and it was a Utah team, I think too. Um, mm-hmm. And that in a lot of ways makes sense for that. If you want to start this, um, don't do what he did and not pay people. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, you know, I think if you're looking at it, yeah, you're you're those are going to be the logistics problems. But pick an area, honestly, and and I know everybody's going to fight tooth and nail. And if you want to do two leagues that are divided down the middle in the, in the United States, that makes sense. But yeah, you know? I think I would um, yeah do it baseball style, like <laughs> National American League. I mean, old school baseball style. Sorry for those people who only know interleague play. Some of us remember a time when the two leagues were separate yeah completely never played they never other. met they only played in the all-star game in the world series, world series that yep. was it and well preseason but whatever that doesn't count yeah it doesn't count <laughs> um like yeah you the these teams would never play each other except for mm-hmm. the, that championship so do that if you have to for the first little bit you know right. have have like a california league and then an east coast league where it's literally like as i said you do um uh maybe boston unfortunately um, but definitely yeah. New York, mm-hmm. New York, Philly, Baltimore, DC. There's your four teams. Right. Um, and cut and down the your, travel. And it's super easy. They're all a day travel. Yeah. And that's way more doable. You don't, you know, to get a, to send these players on a plane mm-hmm. for three hours on a weekend in, in a semi professional league, because it'll start as a semi professional league. Let's right. just be real about this. That's how it goes. I mean, even England's not fully professional. They've been doing this for a little while now. Mm-hmm. Um, start at, start at that type of thing you know and you asked it's funny because people were just like well why wouldn't you want to do it all the way over and i was just like you can ask the people that have come over for the mlr and when the mls first started like ask them what's the biggest difference i said fucking hell it's the travel right like, it takes it out of you like you talk <laughs> about like it's 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 honestly it's hilarious to me that when people talk about how oh the trip up to um 
to Newcastle or, or, or mm-hmm. you know, is, which is, is their furthest oh, trip in England. Yeah. Right. Usually. Oh, that's hard. It's like, that's fucking New Jersey. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to go to New Jersey though. <laughs> right. I, I have driven the length of New Jersey more than once <laughs> yeah. a day. More than, more than a, like, yeah. More it's than not that big a fucking deal. Quit <laughs> 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 your moaning. It's not that far. Um, Shut up and put some dirt on it. <laughs> right. Like I, I've give you fuck who if you don't yeah we've traveled like I yes I'm I'm that baffled by it it's right. like it's not travel yeah nah. it's not that try try travel into like DC and and then play it you know, it's it's yeah, not it's, easy it's not fun yeah to DC um to Atlanta to Dallas those are the ones that like that come off the top of my head that our clubs had to travel for um yeah. so we go down to, <laughs> You know, you go out to even for um, like Lake, Lake, Lake Placid for uh, Can Am. Yeah. And you go over Friday night. You, you go the night before. You know, you, it's like mm-hmm. you start the night before and then you take you take Friday off. You take Monday off because definitely you're going to need Monday to drive back. You don't want to drive back Sunday. No. Like, a, yeah, it's you travel. It's it, it's a much bigger deal here in the U.S. Yeah, so it's, it's also bigger... why it's like when they talk about the international like. Ireland players. Oh, if you're playing in France, that you can't play for the national. It's like, bitch, that's like <laughs> that's nothing. Twenty-five minute plane flight. Shut up. <laughs> that's nothing, man. I don't want to hear none of that shit. Yeah. So it's it's the problem that faces us as far as that goes because, um, and the other unfortunate facts is, and God, if I win the mil- <laughs> if I win if I win the Powerball, I'll fucking do it all day. Mm-hmm. But um, the unfortunate fact is, like. I think finding investors will be easier than it used to be, but mm-hmm. it's still going to be hard for this league. And that's, that's the really shitty thing about it. Yeah. Um, it'll be easier than it was probably seven, eight years ago, but it will still be hard. And that sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, as previously stated, if I win, if I win the lottery, we here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Spend yeah. wisely. Don't be stupid. Thank you. Oh yeah. I got to pay off my credit card and student loans though. <laughs> Oh, I mean, depending on the size of the, the hit, <laughs> might be, definitely might be able to do both. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, I think we covered some good material in this one. Um, no, uh, again, no fancy corner this week, as I'm sure mo- no many of you are this week. <laughs> What's yeah. that? <laughs> no fantasy rugby this week. So, no, I mean, we again, we have our, we do have our automations link. So if you're in it, then, right. then we'll, we'll talk about it at the end, though. We're not going to talk about it right now. Yeah. Um, but, uh, we will be back next week and next week we will be, we will re- be restarting the fantasy corner as well. So nice. it'll be fun. Um, it's also a holiday here next week. So, uh, it is. we're going to have to sort that whole, that whole shit out, but that's not a big deal for you guys. It's more of a deal for Ben and I, but just FYI, if it looks a little funny, that's why, <laughs> but until then, um, yeah, fancy rugby podcast at gmail.com and comments, questions, all that good stuff. Uh, Twitter, Ben or I, uh, other than that, uh, we will catch you guys next week and uh, thanks a lot for coming along, everybody. Later. Cheers.